Conversate for a few. Welcome to the next episode of Conversate for a few. I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This is not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely is not. This is a podcast about hip hop. What we doing today, bro? Are we talking inside of trading? Oh my. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think you stumbled upon a, a gold mine. Man, I hope so. I I think so. Well, I tell you what, if if I don't think it's a gold mine, there are those in the industry that absolutely believe it's a gold mine. Somebody, yeah, based on their moves somebody's convinced. You know what I mean? Right. Um. Yeah. So I'm gonna just explain what I what I stumbled on. Um, and you asked me because I know you're gonna put me on the spot, and so before you put me on the spot. I, I'm, I'm having trouble remembering exactly how I stumbled on it, but I think it yeah. was on Instagram and I saw something that said Rodney Jerkins has sold his publishing rights to a company called Hip- Hypnosis Songs Fund, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, me being me, I had to go figure out what's going on. Like, because if I'm, I'm thinking, if I'm Dark Child, there's no way on God's green earth I'm selling my, you know what I mean, my entire catalog to nobody. Right. Like, and all we've been hearing over the last, well, it's been a growing movement, you know, on your publishing, on your publishing, on your masters, on your masters. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, so, and, and that's, it's been drilled in this pulse. You know what I mean? That's been taught, instilled in us. Those of us that have been people that cared about not getting robbed in the music business, you know what I mean? It's been yeah. instilled in us the ownership is the key. Yeah. So I want to know why Dark Child has sold 100% of his publishing, right? Like, what's going on? So in my digging, I go find this this company called Hypnosis, and that's H-I-P-G-N-O-S-I-S. Right. Hypnosis Song Fund. Yeah, Limited. Mm-hmm. Limited. I thought that was on there. Hypnosis yeah. Song Fund Limited. And what I realized <laughs> is... They are making a run on music publishing, on ownership, and they are buying up. Right now, I would say, and this is not hyperbole, and once we name names, you might think it's true also. Yeah. Right now, I would say they probably own a good 75% of, it's probably 75 to 80% of R&B, from, of, the, of the major R&B from the 2000s to now. Yeah, which that's the hell of a statement. Right. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. So, Hypnosis Song, song Fun Limited, Song Fun Limited, right? Mm-hmm. It's a crazy name, but Hyp- Hypnosis Song Fun Limited just started in 2018. Yeah. And the first announced catalog that they bought was the dream so i don't know if y'all futane clan and i know you do alan you remember when the dream a couple years back sold 75 percent of his catalog uh for 23 23 million dollars and we talked about a little on the show i can't remember exactly what episode but he sold 75 percent of his catalog for 23 million dollars that was their first acquisition He's also, at that time, he also became a member of the advisory board. They also own Now Rogers, who wrote I'm Coming Out for Diana Ross, who wrote, like, who produ- wrote I think wrote and produced Like a Prayer for Madonna. Um, I mean, this dude is a legend from the 70s to now, and they, they own his catalog. So not only do they, I mean, so, bro... I'm, 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 I understand, I'm not no, what you call it, uh, business major, nothing like that, but I understand that investment companies, you know, secure investment and, and secure funds from a group of people and then go take those funds and make whatever purchase they need to make in hopes that they'll make their shareholders money right mm-hmm. this right. is the, this is the first time where i've seen an investment firm use the publishing rights of 
artists as the capital, mm-hmm. as the as the engine to create mm-hmm. capital for their shareholders. I mean, that's what music companies do. That's what a record company does for the, for for the most part, right? Mm-hmm. But that's that's what this company does. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. And their goal was to spend two billion dollars on music in three years. In the next three years. Yeah. So and, I, I know that was a long explanation of what we're talking about, and maybe that was the whole conversation. I don't think it was, but Jesus Christ. Tell me what you thinking, man. Like, what's going on? Because I just introduced this information to you right before we started this. I, so, one, I think that their first purchase, right, their first acquisition of a musical catalog was Dream. Yeah. Right? Um, and then Dream is on the board. Yeah, yeah, he's on the um, board for this company. So, for him to sell it and then become a board member. Right means he is very convinced that they're making a power move, like one of the biggest power moves ever made in music. Right. And the way they're racking up catalogs, and they have now 52 catalogs, and the company's only been around for basically two years. Right. This is insane, and the people, catalogs that they have. Mm -hmm. And it just... I'm this is like just blowing me away because it's so crazy. Because listen, the catalogs that they have is going to make money. No question. No, no. like out question. We know that. Name but a couple. The people that sold it, sold the catalogs. I, I don't know what the pitch is, but somehow they they are going to make money too. They got to, okay. So, I while you were talking, it hit me that. One of the pitches has got to be the fact that <clears throat> they're offering shares along with the capital. Like if I buy my buy your catalog for twenty three million dollars and I take seventy five percent of your catalog, um, I'm offering you a certain amount of shares, hopefully, so that when I go make money with this catalog as a shareholder, you're gonna continue to make money anyway. So why not take the lump up front and these shares? Mm-hmm. And, and if you think about it this way, and I had this conversation with my with one of our our guests, Dallas D Boy was on. You know what I mean? I had a conversation mm-hmm. with him, and he was and his his stance was that twenty five to thirty million dollars is it changes your it changes generational wealth for your family, and that's a lump that you get up front versus waiting on two hundred fifty thousand to. Five hundred thousand to a million dollar check, based if you Timberland or Dark Child or whatever, you know what I mean. Yeah. Now think about it. To, in agreement, I, I di- totally disagree with his stance because I'm like ownership is always what you want. But in agreement with his stance, imagine if I'm Timberland, I'm Dream, I'm Tricky Stewart, I'm Jonte mm-hmm. Austin, I'm uh, Rico Love, I'm uh, Dark Child. And I realized that we all sitting around collecting these 250 to $1 million checks, you know, every year based on these publishing, based mm-hmm. on this publishing. But if we collectively sell to this place and they give and they give all of us shares, we're going to get that million anyway, plus whatever they create for it. Plus we get this lump up front. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? They eat, they, they yes. eat and coming, sitting and going. Right. So I kind of right. understand Dallas's point if you add the fact that they got shares. If they didn't get shares, I don't know that I, I, I still don't know that I'm on board. Right, right. Absolutely. Uh, the, getting the share part is, is important because um, if that's the case, then every way that they're using to monetize the songs, they should be getting the share. Like we were talking about, if they're using it in movies. Right. It's all of that. They, they, you're going to get some of that. Well, yeah, but see, the way it would work is, is the way I'm thinking about it is the company itself is gonna. Okay, I got the dream. I got Mark Ronson. I got Timberland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? We have a blockbuster film. It's a new Avengers movie, mm-hmm. and the music licensing person comes to hypnosis. 
You see what I'm saying? And we have the the we have the movie rights. We're gonna provide the the soundtrack to you see what I'm saying? The nostalgia mm-hmm. soundtrack to this movie. Okay. You do that a couple times a year in a couple different industries. We got a, a con. A, we got a contract with Nike where they're gonna use all of the chain smokers. You see what I'm saying for mm-hmm. WNBA or whatever. You get four or five of those things happening, right? Because you have all of this music of great artists with this great catalog. You're you don't get they won't they won't see a cent from the fact that the music the the publishing of that music but what they will see is the fact that the yeah. the, the value of that company the shares are going to increase in value yeah. you know what i mean so if i buy my shares at five dollars and they got theirs free every single penny they make off them shares Fuck. is to the good yeah it's the yeah. It's, it's the equivalent of sitting there waiting for the publishing check Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you almost still yeah. waiting for the publishing check. Yeah, that's true. The shares, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still like kind of getting published. Yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. Unless you already got a large, a large money up front. Yeah. And this is my extrapolation. They gave the dream twenty three million for seventy five percent. Every other person that I looked at, other than Timberland, gave up a hundred percent. Mm-hmm. I didn't see one other. Timberland gave up a hundred percent of his, of one. You know, you got songwriters royalties, then you got mechanicals. Timberland gave mm-hmm. up a hundred percent of one, but not a hundred percent of the others. Okay. And I can't remember which one. You know what I mean? But I do know yeah. that he was the only one that I read that wasn't a hundred percent, other than the Dream. Okay. You know. So yeah, I. I so yeah, so it, go ahead. No, no, no! Like just saying that about Timberland, so then it's looking definitely like, uh, like a business move, especially like for you to. I'll give up one hundred percent of this, but I want to keep one hundred percent of that. Right. That right. so, so I have this that has value that I could sell at any point, but then I have already sold this, but this that I sold, I got money from it, and it's making me money, and I still got this in reserve. Timberland gonna mess around and be I the smartest one. He gonna mess around and be the smartest one. So I can one. see from a business aspect how if you are a Timberland or if you you know uh, an artist, it could definitely be a good move financially. Yeah, I was gonna say Timberland might mess around and be the smartest one because yeah. he may be double dipping. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Double back and sell it again at a, at a at a closer rate to. You know what I mean? To what he sold for the first time. Mm-hmm. That's doubling yeah, yeah. your income. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, so. he could be watching the company, letting it build up. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Comes back with another offer. Or he can wow. say, yeah, I'll sell it, but for this much. Talk about inti- inside of trading, bro. Right. So I, if, if I watch the trends, right, and I know mm-hmm. that when the company makes a big acquisition, the stock price go up, right? I'm Timberland. Why don't I go talk to my boy Justin Timberlake? Tell him let's go drop five hundred thousand a piece in this stock. You go sign away your publishing and let's watch this uh, this watch this stock skyrocket real quick. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like that's inside of trading. Like because you 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 yeah. you you. You're influencing the price of the stock, knowing that you're gonna make money. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, come on, bro. You can't lose. They can't lose. I don't see how they lose. Yeah, and I think that's how the artists are looking at it. Is they're looking at it like, and it can be if what we're saying is correct. Wins all around the board. Yeah. You'll be making money all around the board. Yep. Yep. Especially if you realize what I just said that that you can you can make the stock price go up. Mm-hmm. If I can make the stock price go up, then I'm going to make the stock price go up. Of course, you know what I mean. Yeah. That's crazy, bro. This is like so. Let's talk a little bit about the person that created this. Uh, okay. 
His name is Merc Mercuradius. Yeah. He's a longtime manager uh, in the music industry. Uh, he managed Rolling Stones, if I'm not mistaken. Now Rogers, I think he managed and still manages now. Now Rogers, he manages he managed David Bowie, uh, like huge artists in the industry. Um, yeah. so he's been around forever, and a lot of people, everybody, all the blurbs that I've read, they've said that he's a real music guy. He's a real, you know, what I'm saying, music guy from the record side of things, and. Uh, mm-hmm. They feel all these artists seem to feel super comfortable with their catalog and their legacy in his hands. I don't know much about him other than the interviews that I've watched since I found out about this. You know what I mean? And I, you know, mm-hmm. I've watched, I watched them do an hour long uh, panel at a college over in the UK. I watched them give a couple. Um, Interviews the the day that they went live the way the, the day that they the opened went live. yeah they they yeah. open they opened on the stock exchange is what I mean um so and one thing that they definitely nailed down is that they don't believe that a record ever loses money it doesn't lose value it can sit on the shelf forever you know once you've incurred the cost of creating that record it could never lose value. It could sit on the shelf forever, ten years, and it'd be perfect mm-hmm. for a movie. And the next thing you know, that record is through the roof and making money for you. So right. the fact that they've signed tried and true producer catalog that I mean, with the likes of G- Beyonce, Jay Z, Rihanna, uh, I mean, what hadn't Timberland, Dark Child, Tricky Stewart, The Dream, Jonte Austin? Rico Love, what didn't they write? Who didn't they create for? You know? Right. So you talking about mm-hmm. songs that are already worth millions upon millions of dollars and then going to activate these songs. Right. You know? This company can't lose. No. Yeah. And then I in our search, uh, short research, you found that Something about the types, like the balance of the types of artists that they're finding. Yeah, or signing, not finding. Uh, right, Mo, um, the majority of catalogs that they've gotten, like percentage-wise, genre-wise, um, I think it's like forty-two percent or forty-five percent is pop. Mm. Okay, and. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, forty five percent pop. The other half isn't urban, though, right? No, no. Nah. Uh, Hip hop is like maybe eleven or yeah. ten. Yeah, and then it was like rock seventeen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, R and B was uh, I don't know fifteen. Like it, numbers was it was the numbers were lower. Yeah. in those areas. That's wild. And here we are saying that they potentially own seventy-five to eighty percent of pop mu- of R and B music from two thousand to now. If, but I, I dare anybody to go look at the list of the the list of songs in that catalog and tell me I'm wrong. Nah, you can't do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, because I mean, just with Timberland, you got Jay Z, Justin Timberlake. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you got Jay Z, Justin Timberlake, Fifty Cent. Uh, I, I don't get who you na- name them. It doesn't matter. Snoop Dogg, anybody mm-hmm. you name is gonna have some Timberland. You name the Dream, it's gonna be Beyonce. It's gonna be, I mean, everything. They got it wrapped up. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They got Mariah Carey's in there. They got like so. I mean, yeah, it's 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 amazing. So let's get to the insider trading part of things, man. I made a statement earlier that if it was five dollars now, you see what I'm saying? But it's not five dollars. And just so everybody know, I don't think it's gonna run out. And I think 
And I think uh, wealth is bountiful. I don't think I don't think things are scarce. You see what I'm saying? I don't believe in that. I don't believe in scarcity. I think everything. I think there's more than enough for everybody on the planet. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. With, with that being said, I will have bought my shares by the time people see this. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Yeah, I would have bought my shares by the time people see this. I checked right before I hit you, dog. The joints is a dollar and seventy-five cent per share. What? In dollar sixty-five? I'm sorry. Yeah, it would be very wise, I think, for people to invest in this now. Man, gotta be, gotta be. Gotta be. I'ma look it up again right now just to make sure I wasn't tripping. But I mean, if you're a music lover, if you're a starving artist, even better. Yeah. And you got a few pennies. You see what I'm saying? And it's a few people out here right now that's got a few pennies because they got a stimulus check or you see what I'm saying? Like whatever it is. You know what I mean? I don't care where it came from. If you got a few pennies right now and you a starving artist, what better way to eat off the music industry? Than to find a way to make money of artists that made it and that got the way you're trying to get to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get in on their success because they're not going to stop being successful. Right. And if you're, in, if you're a shareholder, you don't want them to stop being successful. Exactly. <laughs> I'm out here sharing Beyonce pictures. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Wilding. But hey, <laughs> yeah. let's say hypnosis. Song fund stock price as of August seventh, four o'clock, it's two thousand twenty. It is yes, a dollar and sixty five cent per share. Okay, a dollar sixty five per share. Okay. That's good. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, it is. I really believe it is. Uh, and they said the lowest that it was was a dollar eighteen for the fifty-two week low, and I guess the fifty-two week high is a dollar seventy-five. But I don't care. I I'd like to know what it was when it opened. Yeah, that's something that I'm gonna look at right now at open. Yeah, that's interesting to see how it grown. I want to say at IPO. Yeah, did it grow like what happened? Um, yeah, I'm not quite certain. I'm about to find out. Shit. Oh, no, nah, that ain't showing me what I wanted to know. I was about to say, wait a minute. That ain't hitting on two cents. I was about to be mad. Like, that number was getting ready to make me upset. Like, I can't spend no money on this. <laughs> Let me see. Yeah. It's gained, uh... So far, it's gained 60 cent. Okay. You see what I mean? But, mm-hmm. hey, what I, what I understand is they've raised, they, they, they said they're going to spend a billion dollars in three years, right? They right. raised this, what, this month they, they announced that they got another 300 million to spend. Mm-hmm. We already announced that they spent, what, uh, 400 60 was it 560 pounds yeah which mm-hmm. equates to 700 700.3 million dollars and mm-hmm. they acquired another 300 so if 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 i understand the trajectory of a song they go up you know what i mean the artists some of the greatest music producers of our time obviously believe in this thing and they think it's going to go up anybody he knows that has access on money that was he was able to round up 300 million dollars they obviously believe in it 
Right. You see what I'm saying? I think I'd be a fool not to spend my little five hundred to a thousand dollars on this one right yeah. here. Just you know what I mean? Because in five years, yo, that could be fifty thousand easy. Yeah, at the rate they're moving and acquiring catalogs. Yep. And say they're actively, you know, creating ways to make more money off mm-hmm. of the catalogs. Yeah. I mean, easy. That, yeah, easy, real easy. This could be, be a good investment. This could be people's Apple moment right here. That's what I. That's what it. That's what it looks like. That's the perfect thing. Okay. You know what I mean? Music's Apple moment. You know what I mean? Yo, should we change the name? Yes. <laughs> That's why I said it, yes. Because, because, I mean, just think about, like, why would some, why, why would he, he do what he's doing and formulate this whole group that we just going to buy up yeah. catalogs? Yeah. And work them. And work them. You think they don't, they don't have a plan? All these people he got alongside of him working? Yeah. Man, they have they have a plan. You better believe it. And, and and the people, like if they got Dream Tibbling to sell me their their catalogs, they see the vision. The, these people are also business people. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and they got business people beside them. They ain't just out here making but okay. They have, like they have financial advisors working with them alongside of them. Absolutely. So they're not just throwing away the catalog for no reason. It's or imp- giving up the ownership. Exactly. It's important to note that we're not talking about in this episode specifically, we're not talking about new artists. Oh, we're, no. we're talking about seasoned veterans that seasoned have been through established artists. Decades yes. of the music industry. They've seen it. They've done it. They've been through it. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're not getting ready to get beat by this no. right here. This is not, you see what I mean? This is a, this is them investing in themselves. Mm-hmm. I understand. And the, the vision that they see. Right. That has come to the past with the company. Yeah. Right. And I can see how there's some narcissism built into the fact that mm-hmm. your thing is the thing that's going to fuel this. But you can't really call it narcissism when they've been receiving checks every month or every year with tons of zeros and commas on them based on that same art that somebody is now saying we're going to commodi- uh, you make a commodity in a different way. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, yeah, man. Cheers to Merc Mercuradius, yo. Yeah. And I'm saying that now. Hopefully this turns out to be well. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put some money in it. So I yeah. pray it turn out to be you know what I think it is. But I swear, yo. Yeah, this is a huge moment for music because I mean I, I just never I've never heard of this being done in this way. No. No. With with willing participants selling. That's the thing. That's the thing. Record labels sign sign things. They sign talent and they keep as much of the publishing and the masters as they possibly can, right? Mm-hmm. This ain't that. These people right. are not creating records. They not, you see what I'm saying? They not trying to sign your new talent. They not trying to, to finagle you out of your out of your pu- masters and your publishing. They right. are literally offering you a bag. Being like, they offering you a bag if you're worth it. If you if you're you know what I mean if they are if you got a proven catalog, they're not offering you the bag if you knew. So that's off the board. But they offering you the bag, right? And then they saying we're gonna go work this catalog and mm-hmm. maximize this bag. Right? Right. The reason we were able to offer you this bag is we got a few people over here that gave us a ton of money. You see what I'm saying? So they're yeah. gonna have to share in the fact that we're gonna maximize this bag. But because they gave us a ton of money, we're gonna get fifty other people just like you. And we're gonna maximize all of that. And we're gonna give you a share of that maximization. So you see what I'm saying? Good God almighty, boy. Yo. I see Dallas's point. Yeah, yeah. I see sure. Dallas's point. I see I see Dallas's point if the people signing over get get a nice amount of shares. 
Yeah, and I believe, and I believe they are. Yeah, I believe that's the only way this works. The people that we've mentioned, I yeah. think they are. Yeah, I think that's the only way this makes sense. Yeah, because because what because you got to understand, like, what would be the motivation or the reason elsewise to do that? I can't see. I tell you this, I see the motivation otherwise, but it seems very very short sighted to me. Right. Which is okay. I'm gonna give you this money right here. Right. Up front, that ain't. You know what I mean? And the people we're talking about are smart enough to know I can hold on to it, and and that's gonna come anyway. Right. That's coming. I got songs mm-hmm. with Beyonce, Jay Z, Kanye West. You know what I mean? Justin Timberlake. That's coming. That yeah. check. That money coming regardless. But they like I can give it to you now. It's the same thing as winning the lotto. They like yo, do you want it? Yeah, over X amount of years. Yeah. Or you want it all yeah, up front, large yeah. yeah. But I do think in this situation. They getting the lump and they getting that them get them they getting them shares. I do believe that. Mm-hmm. May I may be making that completely up, but I believe it. You know. Mm. And so is 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 this company going to become like the central location? Like I mean, it looks like that's what the goal is: the central location for the rights of all music. Hmm. Especially if they make it so that the cool kids know that's where they go get a bag once they get their music cool. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so everyone that like wants to, like, so end up Apple, Spotify would be paying them. Wow. To yeah. use yeah. The, for to use the music on their platforms. Yeah. Like NBA. If these songs are running in halftime and games, y'all got to come to us yeah. for the, got the rights. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what's going on over there. That's exactly what's going on over there. And they and they copping and And what's crazy is they're going to soon have to start turning people away. Mm. They're not going to have to hunt down the next catalog they want. People are going to start looking at them as an opportunity to cash in. Yeah, and they're gonna be flooded with catalogs, and that's gonna that's gonna reduce the price they have to pay for the catalog, which only, which is only gonna make them more powerful. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah I see what you're saying I'm, being totally I'm, true. Yeah, somebody I'm gonna so hurt Merck. Somebody gonna hurt Merck. Merck better have some security. Yeah, yeah. Well, if he don't have it, he need to get some ASAP. Right, because I'm pretty sure Lucian Grange got a. Uh, Got a hitter looking for him right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> Lucian Grange got a hitter looking for Merck right now. Yeah. You yeah. Better believe it. That's real. Yo, what if they can start doing beef records? Lucian Grange and Merck. Merck Radius, bro. <laughs> oh, man. He got enough people already to ghostwrite something for him. He got the writers. He got writers and producers. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. Both of them. Uh, Only yeah, problem is yeah. Lucian Grange, ghostwriter, need a ghostwriter. True. <laughs> right. Lucian Grange, Lucian Grange, his 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 uh cash cow need a ghostwriter. Yeah. Shots at Drake. How about that? <laughs> How about that? I mean, you know it's all in fun. I don't know that man. The fact ghostwriter. Hey. Yeah. But yeah, man, so I'm on it this week, man. I'm spending that money on this, man. I don't, I don't, I, yeah, shit. I can't see not doing it, bro. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna have this conversation with a few other people that I'm close to, and I'm gonna, have, you know, see what they think. But I don't, I don't understand how it don't, how it don't go. Yeah. And we we just sat here and mapped out how it could be the hub for music going forward. Right, that's what it's looking like to me. I think that's what he's trying to yeah. do. And, and that's the only way you interpret it. Me. Yeah, and when you said that, it made me think that artists aren't fond of record labels. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? They're not necessarily, and 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 the record labels, just, the record labels own the publishing companies. If mm-hmm. I think you did me dirty, and I think you've been doing people dirty for the history of this whole industry. And I have a viable option. That's what I was about to say. Go ahead. I have a viable option that once I get my publishing back to not do business with y'all anymore. Mm 
You see what I'm saying? I may very well carry my my catalog over the the Merc. You know what I'm saying? At hypnosis, mm-hmm. and tell everybody I know that when you when and if you get your catalog, get away from the labels because we doing it right over here. Right. So now that's what I was going to say. This is a there's another pocket for hypnosis to fill, which is the people that attract right in 360 deals and all of that. They are the bailout to those artists. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You can buy out the contract and buy the catalog. Right. But we got to add a catalog and we're going to give you these shares. You can go sign right. somewhere else. But you but right. you got to come out of that. But the thing is, yeah, the thing is that artist, that artist is going to need another record deal. The way they're doing it, they ain't signing artists. They ain't signing yeah. nobody that needs a record deal. Yeah. They signing mm-hmm. producers and songwriters. They cuz the artist needs the producer and the songwriter. Yeah. Most of your favorite artists don't even exist without a producer and a songwriter. So they went and got the the key ingredients for the music industry. They skipped yeah. the artists. Right. You know what I mean? So it it what we're saying works but it only it works above above ground. The the yeah. public won't see this. The artists will still have to go to the labels. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? The the labels will be weaker because the artist is only going to own a, a certain percentage of the song anyway. They didn't write or produce it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the, that that's just going to decrease the part that the label owns. So in that sense, in that sense, current catalog will still be owned by the labels. And Spotify mm-hmm. will have to deal with them. But but that massive back kind of like the thing that makes Spotify and Apple Music so valuable mm-hmm. is the fact that you have access to everything that you knew and love going backwards. Yeah. That is what hypnosis is gonna own. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And as the artists that the label owns become legacy artists, those artists are gonna drift to hypnosis. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's what I see happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I see it. Yeah. And that either way it's bad for the labels. Yeah. Mm. You know what it is? It's a result of their greed and churning out product that's only relevant for the moment and not trying to, to strive for greatness and great art that's timeless. Yes. And because they they it's karma, because they started that whole product based thing, mm-hmm. they're about to be put in a position where their shelf life of the product is all they get to eat off of. Right. You see what I'm saying? So you created this mm-hmm. monster, so now that's all you get to eat off of. Right. There'll be a whole nother industry out here. Where where artists fat fantasy land like Trick used to do if if uh fantasy land there'd be a whole nother schism out here where artists like we said will be eating off less publishing and more shares more uh there'll be more partners with the business yeah you see what I'm saying it's not in advance. This is this is your this is your value. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? This is this is the value for your content that we've negotiated. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Not in advance that you got to recoup a sixty six percent interest. Right. You know what I mean? So it, it, it create a whole new schism, bro. I'm excited about it, and and it really does. I feel like give artists at the lowest level. An incentive to learn the market, stock market, learn investments, learn. You see what I'm saying? Because it's something that you're interested in, and it's something that you know and love, and something that hopefully one day, if you see fit, you'll be part of the engine for hypnosis, which then will feed to the shares that you bought when you were nobody. All right. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. I was a nobody when I bought these shares. You see what I'm saying? Fifteen mm-hmm. years later, I just made thirty million dollars. Cause I sold my catalog 
to a company who I own shares in, I made their stock price go up because I sold to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and they gave me extra shares. What? <laughs> now that that's a that's the music industry I'm talking about right there. That's some beautiful yeah. shit. Yeah, and that's that's a setup where everybody is getting their just due financial wise. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. everyone can make money together as a collective. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, so I mean, this what what hypnosis is doing is probably going to change. Um, maybe not today, but definitely over time and moving forward, and probably sooner than later, it's going to change the whole landscape of how the business music is done. It it should. It definitely should, and I'll tell you this: it it definitely should because I'm I'm I hate we didn't get I hate we didn't get the opportunity to do a little bit more research, and I hate that I didn't think about doing this. I didn't think of this question when I was reading and listening to everything that I listened to this week. But is hypnosis the only one? I didn't look. This, I didn't look to see if they had competition that were just like them. Right, that's something that uh, we should look into. You know, I mean, if they're not the only ones, it's gonna make it even harder for the labels. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they might have created a complete. I mean, they literally have created a new business model. It's, it's yeah, and that's what I was gonna say. And if there's more than one, then. The, the labels are not just competing against the one new business model. They're competing against multiple <laughs> versions mm-hmm. of this new business mm-hmm. model. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to be able to keep up just because of, like, they ain't going to be able to keep up. Nah. Nah. And not over time anyway. Not in the long run. Nah, they won't be able to keep up over the, over the long run. Because, I mean, they would completely have to switch the culture. Like, the way the business is ran. Because mostly, like I said, most of your major publishing companies are owned by the major labels. Or, you know what I mean, some subsidiary of a major label. Um, If their importance isn't using the music publishing arm of the business to spur uh, capital for their investors, then it's not going to be doing, they will not be doing the work that hypnosis is doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because their their goal, their need to produce is coming from a completely different place. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I mean, and I know it does factor into some point, but hypnosis is built around it. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. You know, and they don't have the they don't have the reputation of beating somebody. They don't have the reputation of, you know, all they got is a reputation of a bunch of legendary uh singer songwriters and producers singing the praises of this of this music man that found a revolutionary way to attack the music business. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> Boy. Hey man. Ah. Uh, so yeah, I'm interested to see next few months how this thing shapes up. Yeah. yeah. And what other catalogs they acquire. Yeah, and and just to name a few other ones, man, they got Nav, they got uh, John Bellion, they got uh, Mark Ronson, like I said, and just in case y'all missed them, Timberland, Tricky Stewart, Rico Love, Sean Garrett, Jonte Austin, um, Rodney Jerkins, uh, Richie Sambor from Van Halen, uh, The Chainsmokers, this is just off memory. Um, mm-hmm. A bunch of names. Eric Bellinger was another one that they got. And I said Timberland, right? Yeah. Yeah. Timberland. I mean, they going crazy. Yeah. They are going crazy. It said they spent $200 million the day they opened. On catalogs. Yeah. Right? So they, yep. spent, they spent $200 million the day they opened. What we read is last year they spent another seven hundred, right? Uh-huh. And then they just acquired another three, so that puts them at one point two billion. 
That puts them at one point two billion in capital raised. Yeah, that's crazy, man. This unlike the spot the SoundCloud situation, we can see where the where the money coming from though. Yeah. 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 This is just crazy because the company is so new. Yeah. It just started in two thousand eighteen. And two since two thousand eighteen, they've been able to raise one point two billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Come on, man! Yeah, this is yeah. I mean, just that right there should give you some confidence. That they, at the least they're gonna be able to create a bubble that you can ride for a while. Right? You know what I mean? At the least, that's what mm-hmm. they're gonna do. So yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited about it. I ain't gonna ask you how much you're gonna spend. <laughs> but five hundred shares is eight hundred twenty-five dollars. I already did I did the math. You know what I mean? Five hundred shares is eight hundred twenty-five dollars. Yeah. I, I was I was I'm gonna tell you, I was wavering between five hundred dollars or five hundred mm-hmm. shares. Okay. You see what I'm saying? That's what I was wavering between. But I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna I'm gonna dip my toe. You know, and I'll probably double back. I, this probably won't be the last time I get some of this. Yeah, yeah. When I get a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Every, every time I get a little extra cash, I might throw a little bit in here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, but if, if I get the thought in my head to do something that's going to waste $100, uh, $200. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I'd be like, you know what? I'm not going to yeah. go do that. I'm just going to go buy some stock real quick while it's dumb cheap, you know? Yeah. Two years from now. I'd be happy I didn't go get that Hennessy. <laughs> <laughs> or buy them Jordans. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. Or whatever. Man, this is crazy. Yeah, talk to just me. On, just on their homepage, I'm just looking at videos from the artists that they got up, like from Justin Bieber to Beyonce to Rihanna to Gwyneth, Stefani to Adele. Right. Ridiculous. And that's crazy. I ain't even seen that. Yeah, crazy man. Oh, that they was they were swinging for the fences, huh? Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. They were swinging for the fences, bro. They tell you that in the prospectus, like, yo, we not getting ready to step out here. We going to get the biggest, the best, and the grandest singer songwriter producers on the planet. Mm-hmm. Period. What what did they give? Um, what was the price they bought the Dream catalog at? I know he retained twenty five percent of it, but they bought twenty five percent for three twenty three million twenty three point five. Okay. Yep. So we can extrapolate that you if you sell it all. I don't know how much that you know what I'm saying. Add another twenty five percent to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. So. But everybody's catalog is probably worth, you know, something different. Like if I've been yeah, working, yeah. if I've been working with Talib Kweli, and uh, <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? if I've been working with Talib Kweli and you know J. Rue the Damager, and you've been working with Justin <laughs> Timberlake and Beyonce, when uh, I sell my catalog, I'm not yeah. gonna get twenty three million dollars. Yeah, see what I'm yeah. saying? So it's you know. It yeah. all depends. Not you know, not that Ty yeah. Lib and J J Rue ain't fire. Right, right. But it's just different. It's just that's different. different. <laughs> it's that's, just... That, that's, that's a different negotiation. Damn straight. Beyonce and Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, yo, you think we did enough on this one? I think so, but I, I honestly think, like SoundCloud, this will be one of those we have to come back to because oh, sure. this is something that's in motion. So there's going to be new, new unfoldings like for months to come with this company. Yeah, I think we're gonna have to do it. If, I mean, if we're gonna be transparent, we're gonna have to come back on here and let people know how our stocks is doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, like, why not come back on here and flex a little bit? Yeah, this may potentially be the most money I ever made off music. I know, I know. That's funny. That's good. And I done made a couple right coins. You know what I mean? I done made a couple coins off music, but this may potentially be 
the easiest money. I mean, the easiest and the most money I've ever made off music. But we're gonna definitely get this a shot. Right. So yeah, yeah, me too. So I'm, yeah, I'm, man, I'm so like, I'm, I'm excited about this. I'm glad that you brought it uh, to my attention. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the Futane Clan, they may actually invest. Now, think about that. If someone listening to our podcast invests and make money along with us making money, how could you, how could we not be the best podcast then? And even if we make a few thousand years, how that, can we not That's be the it. Best? This is our hit, hands down. <laughs> <laughs> we the best, hands down. Don't holler at me no more. Yeah. Yeah. Like they said in the outcast, like, don't holler at me no more. <laughs> don't holler at me no more. I mean, that's right. We make even if we make a couple thousand ads. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, if we make a couple hundred ads, what mm-hmm. other podcasts, what other hip hop podcasts you know put money in your pocket? Right. Come on. So you right you are now rocking with the best, baby. Stop yeah. playing. Stop playing. Word. You know. Yeah, man. But as usual, if that's enough, man, I think we didn't. I think we've done enough Robin Hood for the day. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, a little different than usual. We're gonna ask y'all to hit the subscribe button down there. I don't know which side it's on, but you know it's down yeah. there. You know, hit the subscribe button, man, on YouTube. And if you're listening on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or uh, uh, Spotify, make sure you hit subscribe there on any of those five or any amount of platforms we on, man. Just make sure you leave us a comment and let us know what you think. Let us know if you took the time to invest. Uh, let us know what you think about hypnosis. Uh, rate the show. Like the show. Share the show with your friends because that's the only way they're going to know that the show is here is if you let them know because we're not spending absolutely a dime on advertising. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. fuck that. Uh, then we... <laughs> no, I'll just play. I spend a little bit. But, yo... But for real, uh, I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This was not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely was not. This is a podcast about hip hop. Make room for the tag. Conversate for a few. Welcome, man, they had to send me Hustle from Raleigh, live from NC With your hosts, John and Allen Relate to the two You are now listening to Conversate for a few Check it on SoundCloud, debate with your crew They talking hip-hop from the late to the new From July till June end No Fridays for me, tune in Please listen to this podcast Please listen to this podcast Please listen to this podcast. 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 Please listen to this podcast.